part of the the thing with all that's going on right now is just not knowing when it's going to end. That's for sure. And like, if we had an end date, like even if it was like May, it's like, okay, May 15th, cool. It'll be done. At least we can get to that place. But it's kind of just this unknown. I'm really into, so there's this, um, this prayer. It's called the Lord's Prayer. It's basically Jesus teaching people how to pray. And there's this line in it and it says, give us this day our daily bread. So it's asking God to give us enough for just today. And I I really, really like that line because we're the kind of people that we want the whole loaf of bread and we want to know when it's going to end and we want the whole thing right now. But Jesus is saying like, I'm going to give you enough for today. So maybe you get a slice for breakfast, a slice for lunch, and a slice for dinner. And it's kind of this idea of like, He's going to give you enough energy for today, enough faith for today, enough trust and hope for today. And then tomorrow you'll get new and you'll get fresh and you'll get more. Joined by a good friend of ours, John Dillo, who is a counselor. And uh, that's kind of what we're talking about this morning is how are our emotions doing in response to our new uh, kind of normal? So, John, good morning. Thanks for being with us. Good morning. Excited to be here. Yeah, we appreciate that. So um, kind of curious, just first of all, like you are a counselor, you have a counseling practice, you meet with people and obviously you incorporate the, the thoughts of and leadership of Jesus into what you do. But um, what do you feel like around people's minds right now? Oh boy, there's a lot on all of our minds right now. Uh, our, our routines and rhythms have just been ripped out from under us and we're all trying to adjust. And it, I think it happened to us much quicker than anyone anticipated. Uh, just a week ago, we were headed off to work and our kids were going to school. And now suddenly we're in a voluntary lockdown and uncertain about what the future holds for us as a society, as a country. Um, so there's a lot of uh, anxiety. There's a lot of fear I'm hearing from people and people are trying to do the best they can to adjust. Yeah. What would you say? I think one of the hardest things that I'm seeing and what it kind of all is boiling down to in a way is like acceptance, acceptance of what's going on, accepting that this is happening, um, just accepting that this is our new reality. How do we in good hope, I guess, and good faith mm-hmm. accept all that's going on? Yeah, that's a great question, Lindsay. And there's there's a lot to that. Um, I'm finding people are wanting to push an acceptance uh, perhaps perhaps too quickly or prematurely. Uh, one of the adjustments I think we need to make as we move towards acceptance is understanding the impact of all of this. Um, people are afraid. People are anxious. People are grieving. Um, we're all losing something right now, whether it's our routines or Um, a potential anticipated loss in the future. And it's hard to us to move to a point of acceptance if we don't first stop and deal with some of those more challenging emotions. Mm -hmm. And as we can work through those, as we can share those with friends and family and and bring them to the Lord and, and receive his comfort, then we can start moving to a place of adjusting and accepting this new reality. So that's, that's one of the first places that I suggest people go is to stop and, and just sit before the Lord and ask yourself, what, what impact is this having on me emotionally? Uh, how is my family reacting to this? And what do I need to be concerned about? How do I need to help them move through that? And, and once we take care of some of those issues, and it's not a one-time process, we're all going to be hit with different emotions in waves as this pandemic unfolds. But as we deal with some of those harder emotions, we can move towards a place of acceptance. 
John, I know one thing that you've decided to do is actually uh, meet with people sort of over the internet since, uh, I don't know, you, you know, and you're actually making that available to anybody uh, for free right now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I knew that with uh, everything kind of tossed up in the air, people were going to need to adjust and and I anticipated I'd have some open times in my schedule. So uh, one of the things I did early on is just ask the Lord, how how can I make a difference during this time? How can I find a purpose during the quarantine? And so um, I'm offering 30-minute sessions uh, for anyone who wants to sign up. They can go to my website and fill out a contact form. And I offer a 30-minute free session. And if I have space, I can offer more than that to individuals. But um, at least initially, it's just one 30-minute session. And, awesome. and really, some of the hope with that is to be very practical. Um, how can I hear where people are struggling and then equip them with some different coping strategies or skills or perspectives before the Lord that can help them get through this time and not just survive the time, but really find a way to thrive. Um, so what would be, um, I mean, you know, some people might just feel overwhelmed, sad, lonely, scared. These are some of the words that our listeners have texted us this morning. Uh, some people are doing all right and some people aren't, you know, but um, if you almost feel like you don't know where to start, it just seem things just seem a little bit uh, or maybe more than a little bit dark. Uh, maybe if somebody's never even sat down with a counselor and sort of opened up in that way, uh, what is that like for a first-time person? Um, it can definitely, if you've never done it before, there can be a lot of fear heading into it. I would just tell you, though, that fear is usually, it's not needed. You're going to get into a, an initial session with someone, and pretty quickly you're going to see that you're dealing with another human being who struggles just like you do and has some training that can really help you get through it. And so there'll be a little bit of nervousness in the beginning, but but pretty quickly you're going to settle into a conversation that, that can feel safe and feel helpful. Very cool. So how can people get in touch with you if they'd like to take advantage of kind of that uh, free 30-minute session that you're doing online right now? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram at John Dillo Counseling, and that's a J-O-N-D-I-L-L-O-W Counseling. Or they can find me at my website, johndillocounseling.com. And if they go to the website, just fill out a contact form and uh, specify that you're interested in one of the free 30-minute sessions, and I'll get back to you, and we can set up a time uh, maybe as soon as this week. Really generous thing that you're making available. Yeah. So um, we're talking to our friend John Dillo, Christian Counseling. John, I read this quote this morning from C.S. Lewis. It said, don't let your happiness depend on something you may lose. And I feel like we're all feeling that loss, that grief. You were talking earlier about, you know, having to grieve uh, before mm -hmm. we can accept what's going on, grieve the things that we're losing. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this opportunity that this brings us, uh, maybe as the church and as Christians, and how we can um, how we can see some hope and, and how this might change things for us for the future. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no denying that all of us face uh, very significant challenges right now in this time. And we need to be honest with those. We need to deal with those on practical and emotional levels, but also for us to pause and realize that God has a purpose he is trying to work out in this and that there can be meaning that we can bring to this crisis. Uh, it can be as small as one thing my family did is we did what we're calling a Hello Neighbor campaign. We put letters in all of our neighbors' mailboxes, inviting them to join a group meet just so that we can all be connected together and serving one another and offering to pick things up at the store if we're going out. 
And so small things like that, where you say, how can I make a difference as a Christ follower in this time or bigger ways that you can make a difference? Are there fundraisers you want to start? Um, one person told me that they're prayerfully going through their church directory and asking God to bring to mind anyone who's lonely or in need. And then they pick up the phone or and make a phone call or a text and just say, hey, God brought you to mind and I, I wanted to reach out to you. So. So I think as we, we begin to ask ourselves, what is the purpose that we could have during this time? We as a church can stand up and really bring the glory of God to our community yeah. and make a difference. That's so good. We're talking to our friend and Christian counselor, John Dillo, who's actually giving away uh, some free counseling sessions to people who find themselves in need right now. So if you Google his name, J-O-N Dillo uh, Counseling. You'll find some more details. So our friends listening this morning have actually uh, checked in with us. Just you, Here's some of the words that people have responded when we said, how are you feeling right now? A lot of people are saying, well, I'm actually doing okay right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but some people that are struggling, uh, like Elizabeth using the word anxious, he says, my kids are super anxious too. They're missing their routine of school and sports and freedom, you know, to head out with, uh, to head out when they want within reason. Um, Deborah talking about feeling, using the word helpless, saying her husband is in a long-term care facility uh, and she is used to visiting him on her lunch hour and uh, so used to being able to be there, you know, and now sort of can't. People talking about being, feeling a little more tired than usual, maybe pulling uh, pulling some slack, like having to do more at times like this. I mean, there's a lot, of, lot, lot there, John, but what comes to mind when you're hearing about some of the things that people are feeling right now? Uh, first thing is, is very personally directed towards Deborah. I, I'm just so sorry that you're going through this, um, how difficult of an adjustment that must be. And, and again, we're all facing adjustments similar to that. And the question I'm asking myself and asking others is, so how can we, how can we adjust in a productive way? Uh, in Deborah's case, and I'm sure she's doing things like this, we, we might revert to some old habits of letter writing where every day we're putting a letter in the mail for Deborah's husband to receive or our, one of our loved ones that we're disconnected from to receive. But one of the things that's really important, whether you feel like you're doing great or you're incredibly anxious, is to take some time and just pause before the Lord. Sometimes it's helpful to do so through journaling, write some things out, and just ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? And if anxiety is the thing that is there, start talking about that to God. Let him meet you in that emotion as opposed to you trying to avoid it or carry it yourself. Uh, as good as virtual is, whether it's virtual learning, virtual anything, it, it's not as good as regular, right? So right, yeah. I think uh, regular is better than virtual. Virtual can still be pretty good. So we're trying to be virtual right now. Uh, we are Jonathan and Lindsay. So I'm in my house, which uh, I feel like is is an okay thing. Lindsay, you're in your house. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I'm missing about being with you in person right now, Lindsay, mm -hmm. is the smell of the coffee that you bring into the studio every morning. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I just am about to have my coffee right now. I usually uh, make it around this time. Here's what I do that Jonathan doesn't do is I add creamer. And if you're not into adding the creamer, then you're not going to have that extra good creamy, caramely smell. So I'm trying to maintain my integrity as a black coffee only person, which, you yep. know, those of us who do black coffee only maintain a lot of pride about that. You, you really do. Yeah. <laughs> but then every day, um, Lindsay walks into the studio and you add uh, cinnamon into your coffee, yep. too, which I, I feel like I can I can do that. 
But um, there's just something about, so if I'm able to maintain my integrity as a black coffee person, but still really appreciate what Lindsay's coffee smells like every day, what type of creamer is that anyway? Um, so yeah, you're right. I do the cinnamon and then I also do, usually it's it's kind of a, a change it up. So sometimes it's like a caramel creamer, sometimes it's a vanilla creamer, but the vanilla and the caramel mixed with the cinnamon and then mixed with the already like amazing smell of the coffee is just a whole it's a whole new thing it's it's a really beautiful thing so i'm trying to think now if there's like if i can go i guess i can't go to yankee candle company because they're closed yeah Um, so if i don't already have a candle um probably (laughs) not going to be able to buy one no i think you're just gonna need to do the grocery store like we can do and just get the creamer and just you know swallow your pride and mm. do it how I do it. You're giving me difficulty, Lindsay. 